0: Hey there, it's Susan Pierce-Thompson, and welcome to the weekly vlog. So I was on the accountability call the other day. The accountability call is a, a morning in North America call that happens live every day, all year long, in order to get together and recommit to a bright day. And anyone who's a Bright Line Eating member is welcome to join once you've been through the boot camp, you get into the just general Bright Lifers area. And once you're a Bright Lifer, you get to be on the accountability call if you want to. And lots of people start their day that way, uh, religiously, it's just a beautiful way to start the day. So I was on the call, which consists of committing um, to having a bright day and, and reaffirming or stating all the things that you did yesterday to support your bright journey. And then there's some coaching. People raise their hand and they ask questions and we just all learn and grow together as a community. It's a beautiful thing. And someone came on the accountability call and asked a really interesting question. She asked um, how she could reconcile... The difference in how she handles fats, um, like oils and dressings and things like that, fats, sauces, what have you, um, at home, when she eats at home versus when she eats out. She said that it, she's having a hard time justifying the care and precision that she takes when she's home, measuring her tablespoon of oil and, uh, you know, not putting sauces on her meats and so forth at home and then when she goes out she you know has them bring vegetables and doesn't you know uh, request specially that they steam them or what have you and just you know sort of uh she knows that when she goes into a restaurant she's getting far more fat far more oil than when she eats at home and she clearly had a part of her that was saying well if you can do it there you can do it here what's the difference like this seems really arbitrary and I can see why it seems arbitrary. So she came and she asked that question and I said, okay, great question. And I thought that my answer would be helpful for the vlog because uh, this has probably occurred to some other people. And I, I just recently, as I shared here in this vlog, got out of a stint of having COVID and eating out all the time or, you know, eating restaurant food in my house, ordered in. Um, and the accumulation of excess fat that went along with that pattern of eating started to mess with my brain. So why does that happen? Why when we eat the excess fat that can go along with a restaurant meal night after night after night after night, it can become problematic, but when we do it occasionally and then eat home the rest of the time and are more careful with our fats, we can be fine. Well, the answer is in something called dose dependence. Now I've talked about this on the vlog before. I believe I shot a whole vlog on it. Dose dependence is how every drug works. The more you take, the bigger the impact, right? Drugs are dose dependent. So you take a little tiny bit of a drug and it may not hit your system at all, really not enough to register. You take more and it's gonna have more of an impact. You take a whole heck of a lot and it might be lethal right? Dose dependence. So fats, it turns out, are uh, salient to the brain beyond just the salience of food. All, all food is salient to the brain. The brain absolutely was wired to make the procurement and consumption of food a nonstop focus, right? that's That's what is required to stay alive on planet Earth if you're a human being. But fats are special. And one of the reasons they're special is that uh, they're doubly potent in terms of caloric value, right? You probably learned along the way somewhere that carbohydrates and proteins have four calories per gram, whereas fats have nine calories per gram. So over twice as potent in terms of the amount of food energy you get per unit of something or other consumed. So fats are salient for that reason. They're also, um, like carbohydrates and proteins, they're really essential in their own way. There are essential fatty acids and a lot of the membranes in the brain, the cell membranes and so forth are made up of fats and we absolutely need enough fat to just get by. But fat is also uh, particularly rewarding in terms of taste and mouthfeel. It really has the property of contributing to the tastiness of our food in a very special way. Now, I would argue that sweeteners do as well. And in fact, in the hierarchy of what scientists call reward value, I would put fat right there underneath sweeteners as really highly rewarding. And what I mean by that is uh, something that's going to make the brain light up and take notice. Like, whew, that was good, right? And that kind of food reward value is going to be something that we want to watch in Bright Line Eating, right? Because we're trying not to light up our brain all the time and make it hound us for more of that particular uh, yummy thing. Uh, that's what we call getting the brain to heal, right? So what we found in Bright Line Eating is that for most of us, for most of us, a rhythm where we don't eat out that often, but when we do, we let them cook the vegetables how they cook them, can be fine. Now I'm saying for most of us, a lot of people have found that when they go out to eat, they do better when they ask the wait staff to make sure that the chef steams the vegetables that they don't want them cooked, you know, in a fry pan with oil. They don't want that. Uh for me I found that I I typically can do okay just ordering the vegetables as they come unless I'm eating out night after night after night after night. If I'm eating out night after night within about 3 to 4 evenings out my brain is already starting to wake up, take notice and call to me. And during the day, I'm starting to plan what yummier thing I can eat that night. That's called food chatter. I don't want that in my brain. I don't want to spend my days thinking about what I'm going to eat or not eat. Uh, as I've become very fond of saying, I want my food to be like a hot shower. Uh Super fabulously nice when I'm uh, engaged with it when I'm eating, but something I never think about otherwise, right? If it's not actually mealtime, it's not on my mind. That's how I relate to my hot showers. That's how I want to relate to my meals. And what I shared with this woman who asked on the accountability call is if you were to stop measuring your fats at home and, you know, roast all your vegetables in, in oil and saute them in pans with oil and put sauces on your meats and so forth, uh, you would in short order find that, uh, you know, within the first week, you would find that your piece was gone and your the food chatter was up in your brain. Now, like most things around here, this is another place where the susceptibility scale comes into play, right? If you're a three on the susceptibility scale, and of course I'm talking about the food addiction susceptibility scale. You can always take the quiz to find out what number you score from one to 10, 10 being high, like me, not, this is the place where it's not good to be a perfect 10. Um, you can always take the quiz at foodaddictionquiz.com, foodaddictionquiz.com, if you haven't already. But if you're a three or a two or a one, then what I'm saying doesn't apply to you, right? But frankly, we don't have that many 1s and 2s and 3s watching this vlog on a weekly basis. What we have around here are more 7s, 8s, 9s, 10s and then the the so-called 10 plus plus category which is what I really am. Um so the higher you are on the food addiction susceptibility scale, the more your brain is going to light up when it comes to those extra fats. And really, your brain is going to take what it can get. So if it can't get sweetener, then it'll take fat. If it can't take fat, then it'll take salt. If it can't take salt, then it'll, you know, uh, be uh, super grateful to get that extra big uh, Honeycrisp apple. Right. Uh, those of you who uh, are known to shop around for bigger fruit know what I'm talking about. Now that's a certain kind of brain, right? And it's the kind of brain that we serve here in Brightline eating preferentially because frankly, there aren't a lot of places that take care of people with brains like that. But, uh, it is true across the board for everyone that fats have higher reward value and that your brain is going to notice the difference between vegetables roasted in oil and meats with uh, a creamy sauce on them than, uh, steamed vegetables and You know, a plain piece of meat seasoned nicely with salt and pepper. Your brain is going to notice the difference. It definitely is. And what we're looking for here is to calm the brain down enough and give a nice balanced whole foods meal plan that's simple enough that your food settles down to being a beautifully wonderful, pleasant, even spectacularly fabulous part of your day, like your hot shower. But we want to calm your brain down to the point where you're not thinking about it or planning or negotiating or, uh, conniving in between meals to try to get the better meal, the sexier meal and so forth. So, uh, I recommended that she, um, let that part of her know, it was really a manager part, right? A food controller part that was like, hey, I see a discrepancy between how we're handling fats here and how we're handling fats there. And that part of her wanted a rationale. And so I gave her a rationale and her whole system of parts, the indulger part that was trying to justify getting more fat at home and the controller part that couldn't quite think of the explanation for why that wasn't a good idea, I was able to provide a rationale that justified the difference. Now, one final note on automaticity. When you have a different way that you handle your food in a specific environment, like a restaurant meal, that tends to be quite automatizable. And especially if you have a good reason for not doing it at home, that division can often stay really true and solid for years and years and years. If you started to get loosey-goosey with your fats at home, that would likely be a slippery slope that would be very hard to recover from. So, Total support for those of you who find that in restaurants too, you need to have your vegetables steamed. I support you. I see you. Those who don't ask for that, just know that bringing that practice home of cooking all your vegetables in oil and preparing sexy sauces for everything likely isn't going to go well, especially if you're higher on the susceptibility scale. In short, there is a reason that we measure our fats. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.